Welcome to the Intersection Magazine podcast. We're actually in Nairobi, Kenya, right now, at the East Africa Com, um, local uh, regional tech summit, hosted at Blue Radisson in Upper Hill. And uh, this is Intersection Magazine podcast. Now, this today's issue has a special guest that I met at uh, East Africa Com. He's coming as a startup. And his uh, startup is deals in the edtech space. His name is Kirimi Mitambo, and we had some very interesting conversations with him about the edtech space and the ecosystem and what they're doing um, for uh, for the, an education sector that needs quite a lot of work. So we hope you enjoy this conversation, and uh, we hope you subscribe to our podcast. Thank you. So Kirimi, um, thank you for us. Uh, allowing to do this um, interview with us. Now, Kirimi, tell us a little bit about yourself. Who is Kirimi Mitambo? Thank you, um, Kenda, for welcoming to this podcast. Uh, my name is Kirimi Mitambo. I'm a founder and CEO of Zoezi Education. Zoezi Education is an edtech startup that um, started its operations in 2022. And um, ideally, what Zoezi Education stands for is um, a mission to empower the learning community. The learning community here is the learner, the schools, the teachers, and the parents. And together, our intention is to create and uh, develop um, a digital revision content for primary schools in Kenya, currently grade one up to grade six, and the class eight, which is the last KCP class. Okay. Um, now, tell us a little bit about uh, what problem you see um, give us, give, in, a, in a sense, some reasons on why you created this solution. Uh, thanks, sure. Um, I think uh, my experience working in the edtech space for the last 10 plus years, um, working for NGO and uh, in the publishing industry, is that um, I discovered there was a um, need to offer a solution in the, in the sense of um, revision content in terms of quizzes and notes and step-by-step uh, -step mathematics solutions because what is currently available is in terms of texts and images or notes um, and, and in, in reference to the curriculum designs and the, the other uh, systems. But then what we discovered as we were doing this um, work over the years was that we needed to have a solution that brings together questions, notes, and math solutions that can be battled into a library, and that is exactly what we are offering as a niche uh, moving forward. Okay. Um, what challenges have you faced while working on this project? Thank you. The first challenge is um, creating the content itself. Uh, gathering teachers and content creators that have experience and the capacity and even the bandwidth to handle the kind of content that we require hasn't been easy. And um, as a practicing linguist and a publisher of, of many years, is that uh, we've encountered uh, content creation challenges as number one. Okay. Yeah, and number two, probably just the technology around uh, that tech of platforms and cloud space. Okay, now tell us a little bit about um, what kind of technology you employ. What's, what software do you use? Uh, are you developing on for Android? Are you developing for uh, iOS as well, or you know, those platforms, what, what you're developing for? 
Currently, we are uh, we've developed an app that is uh, on Play Store. That's Android, okay. and uh, the other solution is on um, on web. So you can access it using any uh, web-enabled uh, internet-enabled device. But then we operate under two uh, clouds. One is the AWS, that's Amazon Web Services, okay. uh, for images and storage and library. And then okay. the other one is the, um, the Google Cloud uh, Platform, GCP. Okay. And of course, we run on, um, on, on, on Safaricom um, M-Pesa in terms of subscriptions. Okay. Now, you're developing a solution that's useful for, for, for the educational sector. And my question is, have you gotten access to government support, Ministry of Education, are they interested? Are they showing support for you in terms of what you're working on? Sure. Um, I haven't reached out to the, to the Ministry of Education per se, yes. because also as we do iterations and testing in the field, we first need to gather necessary and enough data to inform us on the way forward. But what we intend to do ultimately is to get to the level of uh, approaching government with how we can work together to deliver yes. on their um, digital literacy program in, in whatever capacity in terms of support and hopefully training moving forward. Okay, now I'm curious, what, about, what are your views in terms of um, the curriculum? Do you feel like it's strong enough? Is it competitive? Do you think that a graduate from, you know, graduate would be a bit of a stretch, but maybe our primary school students, are they prepared well enough for um, the challenges globally that we're facing? So I'll start by saying that I was privileged to be part of the very first editors working in the, in the publishing industry then when the, the curriculum designs for the new CBC curriculum was launched. Okay. And um, therefore, I was able to interact with authors, uh, people in the ministry and uh, the publishers and what I can tell from my experience based on that time is that, uh, yes, the CBC curriculum, which is a new curriculum, is, is good enough for yes. our learners. And, mm -hmm. and I feel that uh, the government has done its part in terms of training. Mm -hmm. uh, my hope and our hope as well is that we will see where we can plug in and help in terms of support, uh, supporting the government on how now to deliver this uh, collaboratively in terms of uh, um, education uh, technology. Okay. Now I'm curious, in, your, in terms of your work and your experience, do you have others that are developing in the same space? Are they uh, competitors? Are they colleagues? You know, do you, uh, are you focusing mainly on primary school or are you also, are you also in secondary school with your system? I will answer that question in two in two phases. Number one, I will start with the last part. Yes. Um, so, education focuses purely on primary schools. That is grade one to grade six and okay. the class eight, which is KCP, last last uh, last year. Yes. And then, in terms of the people we work with or are competitors or collaborators, yes, there are quite a number actually, mm. quite a number. And, and yes, most of these people uh, we've worked with for the last ten years, either as startups, we work, we've worked with them either in the publishing industry or edtech space generally. Mm. Um, and, and, but then what I would say is the difference between what they do and what we offer mm. is that ours is purely on um, library and uh, revision in terms of making sure that the learner can do something, revision, mm. the school mm. is able to track and the parent is able to track and not just tracking but also reference that in the library in the future. Okay, thank you very much for your work. Um, I'm curious in terms of um, how, what benefits you've seen from your um, 
from your from your current work experience in terms of uh, your 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 background with ling, ling, as a linguist uh, uh, what are the benefits that, that have been accrued from from those experiences in terms of helping you to develop your product sure thanks number one is that uh, um, as part of being a linguist you know once I completed my university education I was able to work in, a, in one of the biggest publishing houses in, in the region as a language editor mm. and uh, for five uh, and a half years I was I got the necessary experience and skill set okay. and then I moved out to do consultants in terms of education technology mm. I also wrote I was doing columns in the day in one of the dailies on Sundays okay. in terms of education technology and how that can be incorporated to improve uh, the outcomes of education and learning yes. but then ultimately I was able to work for an, um, an education technology uh, NGO for over six years mm. and um, I feel that my experience over the years has mm. given me an edge okay. and therefore in delivering the mandates and the vision of um, Zoezi education yes. yes I feel we are best place in terms of understanding the, the problems and the offering a solution. Okay, now we talked about government support and government involvement, uh, but I'm also curious in terms of um, what has been your, your, pers your perspective on, on the local funding network in terms of venture capital and angel investing. Uh, do you have the opportunity, for example, as, as Zoezi to, to say partner? Can people get a stake out of your company? Do you offer percentages? Someone says, I want to fund this and I want to come in possibly 10% and give you this much and then maybe share profits. Do you have those kind of systems in place? Um, sure. I, I believe that um, the venture capital space in, in Kenya is there, but it needs to be improved because if we were to support not just edtechs, but even any other person doing product in the tech space, we need to expand that band. And um, in terms of whether uh, Zoezi as a company, we offer that opportunity where venture capitalists or angel uh, investors can come in and work with us. Definitely, yes, we do that at, um, at uh, uh, you know, for, for equity and, and also for, sorry, and also for, for shareholding and all that. And, and it's my belief that um, this space needs to be enlarged so that we can accommodate edtechs and any other person working on the on the product of tech and okay. then moving forward yes okay um, now i'm curious also about uh, in our conversation when we we're talking about earlier conversation we're talking about the importance of associations um, in uganda for example we have the ict association and it caters for mainly practitioners in the ict space so we attract um, government people, people in the education ministry uh, or uh, different sectors of education, teachers, uh, business people and things of that nature. And um, the benefits of having an association at least is we can get our ideas, uh, perspectives uh, communicated at least to key sectors of government. What role do you see uh, association play in the edtech space, because you mentioned that as something important. Thank you. That's a very critical question. And as we discussed earlier, yes, um, associations are key. I will start by giving an example of the Kenya Publishers Association (KPA) that is able to bring together publishers from Kenya with the interest of um, making sure that there is quality 
in the content and books that they publish. So bringing together edtech ed tech companies in this country will be key in terms of working with government collaboratively to even deliver on its man mandate of uh, digital literacy program. But then the other thing is that uh, when uh, companies in the edtech space work together, we are able to ensure there is quality and there is accountability, checks and balances, because I feel associations come in handy when it comes to ensuring that there is quality of delivery of the product, especially now that we are talking about learners who are basically under 13 years. Okay. Now, um, you've talked about EdTech and you're, um, in a sense, uh, just a fraction of the innovation and technology space in, 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 in Kenya. What are the, some of the other players and, and what percentage, I guess, is EdTech uh, as a percentage of the, the bigger innovation creation space? I'm talking about fintech, uh, you know, um, other you know, innovations that are taking place. How many other people are developing and in what other sectors are they developing? Well, yeah, that's, that's, a, that's a challenging one, but thanks for asking. Uh, I feel that um, fintech leads in terms of innovations. Okay. When it comes to edtech, as I said, we, we may not have very accurate data because one, we don't have that association that brings together these edtechs yes. so that we can say that in fact in the, the whole techs, tech ecosystem, mm. we are this percentage. But okay. my hope that uh, maybe if you come, if you came back one or two years from now mm. and asked me the same question, I'll yes. be able to give you um, an appropriate answer. But okay. for now, I would say that let's, let's, let's first start and see how that works and then we can create um, that data, we can get, gather that data moving okay. forward. Now, um, about the associations, is there a, an association for generally just for technology or uh, practitioners? And if so, uh, do you think your interests can be represented there or do you want something exclusively for the edtech space? I know there is an association for fintechs. Okay. I also know that there is an association that brings together other associations. Okay. But the, the reasoning behind bringing together edtechs and having an, um, an exclusive association for edtechs, edtech space is a very special uh, interest group because we are dealing with knowledge mm. and skills here for young learners or even those learners up to high schools and universities and tertiary, other tertiary institutions. Yes. So I believe that um, having an exclusive EdTech association will give us an upper hand in taking care of the interests of our industry. Okay, okay. Thank you so much. You've shared quite a lot of insights, uh, very useful information. Um, finally, I'd like to give my um, my guests an opportunity to kind of give us an idea how we can find them, so that if there are people that want to invest in your in your in your solution, they can find you. So, give us your socials. Where are you? Are you on Twitter? Are you on LinkedIn? Where can people find you? Where is your physical office located? What's your website? Uh, thank you, Mr. Kenda. Yes, um, my name and uh, as it appears on all my socials on Twitter, especially on LinkedIn, is Keremi. Mitambo. Uh, the name of my company is um, Zoezi Education. It's actually the same um, in the socials. Okay. In, in, in LinkedIn is uh, Zoezi Education. On Twitter is Zoezi underscore education. Um, and um, you can find us uh, so that we can discuss this further and see how we can collaborate. Uh, you can invest in us and you know, collaborate and see 
what works for the education sector in, the, is, in this industry. And uh, we are looking forward to you reaching out and uh, seeing how we can, we can sync this up. Okay, thank you very much. Um, also, possibly, it would be great to have you in Uganda. Maybe you can market your product through primary schools in Uganda and probably uh, create a solution that fits an education system there. So, welcome to Uganda anytime you have time. Thank you. Um, thank you so much. I hope uh, I'll get that opportunity to go back to Ghana because I've been there quite a number of times previously. Thank you. You're welcome.